It's time to pick up the phone. Answer that call. This call is your calling and you can't hide from it or ignore it. That passion you have to help people and make a difference isn't going anywhere. You deserve to get paid and paid well doing work you love and changing lives. Everything in your life has led you here. And now we're here to help you figure out how to make your destiny your reality. Welcome to Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast hosted by Inner Glow Circle. IGC is an internationally accredited life coaching school created to take your existing professional skills paired with your life experience and turn it into a six-figure coaching business. We've trained thousands of successful coaches and now it's your turn. Let's get focused, get real, and get you six-figure certified. Welcome back to another episode of Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast. I'm your host, Liv Chapman. And today I want to address something on the show that I think any entrepreneur ever has probably thought about. And the real question that we're going to be uncovering or dissecting today is how to create more success faster. We all want to see the results of our hard work like in real time or as fast as possible. Like nobody wants a necessarily slow burn when it comes to business or anything. I mean, I think that's why so many things fail, right? We're like, oh, it'll, you know, you got to get in the gym. You start going for two weeks, you don't see results, you want to quit. You start eating healthy for a couple of weeks, you don't see results, you want to quit. You start dating and you go on a bunch of dates and you don't like any of the people and now you want to quit. And we want quick results. And maybe this is why I'm so great at business and not so great at some other areas of life. But when it comes to business, there are ways to kind of hack the system, to get results more quickly and to move further faster. And especially when it comes to female entrepreneurs, and that's what we're really speaking to, and female coaches and women starting coaching businesses. And we do some very specific things as women that I don't know, but I don't think men do it as much, right? So I want to address some of those things today. And also like, again, this season is supposed to be about moving forward and taking action now. And I want to go through some of the things that have helped me be able to move further faster. And hopefully you will also be able to implement these. And the first thing is we've got to take responsibility. I touched on this in a previous episode and around confidence. And the thing about taking responsibility is that it feels like oh my God. It feels like that because we want to go to this default of it's everyone else's fault or the algorithm is messing us up or you don't have the right connections or things just work for that person, but not for you. And we go into this loop in our brains where it's complaint after complaint after complaint. Let's give a really common example. And I hear this one all the time, but the common example of like, oh, I put together this program or this course or this mastermind or something, and I didn't get any clients or I didn't do enough sales. 
and you call it a fail. You beat yourself up about it. And then you start blaming. Well, I don't have enough followers or I don't have enough email subscribers or I don't have enough people that are sharing my content or I don't have enough engagement or I don't know how to create good enough videos or I don't look good enough on the internet or, you know, someone else's program is better than your, you can go on and on and your brain is going to do this. When you, when you don't get the results that you want, your brain is going to try to come up with all of the reasons why it didn't work. And this is the loop that so many entrepreneurs get trapped in. They get trapped in this loop of it's not working, it's too hard, it's not happening fast enough. And after so long in that cycle, in that thought spiral, you do nothing. That cycle simply breeds inaction. And when you don't take action, you don't see results. So it's almost like the exact thing that we need to be doing when things aren't working is the exact time we stop doing the things that work. So what's the, what's the remedy? What is the remedy for complaining? And again, we've had a whole episode on this, but I know we have a lot of new listeners and this is a topic that maybe needs to be beat into us a little bit. Maybe this is something that we actually need to hear again and again and again, because I'm going to take a wild guess that all these negative thoughts, they want to show up again, again, and again. So just like with practicing confidence, you have to practice getting out of that loop. And hopefully this episode motivates you or inspires you to do that. Because the fun thing about business, and you can disagree with me on this and I don't really care, but the fun thing about business is that it's, as Marie Forleo would say, figure outable. It's solvable. Like your business, because of a failed launch or not getting hired as many times as you'd like to this month, it does not mean your business is broken. It means that a function of your process is not functioning properly. So instead of throwing the whole thing out, going into your little complaint cycle, your comparison cycle, your lack of responsibility cycle, what you really need to do is look at, one, what can I get responsible for inside of my business, my business that I created? What can I take responsibility for? Where could I have shown up stronger? Where, have I, where could have I gotten more support? How could I have done this differently? And also, which aspects or which parts of the business process are actually not working? Because nine out of 10 times, it's not every single part. If you have an amazing program that you know gets clients results or amazing offer, you've done your market research, you know that this is something that people want and need. And remember that sweet spot in selling something is making sure it's something that people need, a problem that they actually need solved, and a problem that they will pay to solve. So you may have that nailed down. You may know exactly this product is perfect. I know it's exactly what people need. You've tested it. Maybe you've done a couple pro bono clients or sample sessions, anything like that. If you know it's solid, then you do not have a product problem. Right, so what else are you responsible for besides the product? You're responsible for the marketing. How were your graphics? How were your captions or your posts or your emails or your copy? Is it getting engagement? 
Are people sharing it? Are people interacting with it? Is it, uh, are your email open rates high enough? Are your click-through rates high enough? Are your sales pages functioning properly? Is it actually easy enough for someone to take action? Because I'll tell you, that is one thing that can be a huge breakdown in the sales process. Have you tested it yourself? Did you make sure that the steps are very, very clear to the consumer? Are people getting lost in the sales page? Is it too long? A lot of these things are solvable for. You have to break it down piece by piece by piece. Are you getting a ton of engagement, booking a ton of calls, or getting a ton of email subscribers, or getting a ton of engagement, but you are unable to convert them to clients? You're either DMing with them, or emailing with them, or getting on the phone with them, and they're like, yeah, I'm interested, and then for whatever reason, they don't sign up. That's a sales problem, right? So it could be any of these parts of your business that aren't working. But in order to move further faster, instead of complaint, 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 or even just lack of clarity, refusing to take a really close look at the data, at the information, at the systems itself, and just being like, nah, I didn't do a good job. Well, (laughs) you didn't do a good job with what? With all of it? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. So, but this is what people do. I've done it before. I'm guilty. Everything I talk about on this podcast has been something I've been through. I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. It'll be 10 years in February. Oh man. Okay. And all of this I've been through, I've done, I I still potentially battle with today. But one of the things that has helped me greatly is to remember that business is a game that you can win if you know the right strategy, if you have the next play. And you don't know, I'm such a sports reference person, if you don't watch the tape or watch the replay in business, that would mean go back and look at everything that happened, then you are not going to know how to improve for the next game. So it's not quitting time. It's watching the tape time. It's studying your process and figuring out what shifts or tweaks or support or systems need to be fixed, replaced, removed, upgraded in order to get a better result. That's what you're responsible for. That's how you move further faster. You take complete and utter responsibility. When anything in IGC is broken, it is my fault. It is my responsibility to fix it. And shit breaks on a daily basis, okay? But what good is it for me to blame anyone or to get frustrated or get knocked out of the game? That would only trickle down to the entire team and make everybody miserable. My job is to get to the root of the problem and actually identify the problem and then also say, okay, what could the solution be? And often that requires support. Often that requires talking to our marketing director, our sales director, our admissions advisors, our trainers, our students even, our graduates, to say, what could we have done better here? How can we improve this part of the process moving forward? It's about taking responsibility. So when you get in the complaint thing, oh, I didn't get any leads today, or I, did not, I didn't get any engagement, it's so solvable. It's so solvable. I've even seen like influencers and celebrities 
say, I took this post down and I'm reposting it again because I didn't get any engagement on it. Like, do it again. Nobody's paying that much attention. Right? But if you try something and it doesn't work the way that you wanted to, look and pinpoint the problem and then go for it again. I don't even like to use the word try again. Just go for it again. Move it forward in a slightly different direction to get a slightly different or greatly different direction, a greatly different result. What am I responsible for? So the second your mind goes into the dark, dark doom loop of why everything isn't working, this is so transferable to life as well. It's not just for business. What can you take responsibility for? Complaining is the lowest form of responsibility. It's releasing yourself of responsibility and blaming something else, another person, the algorithm, like I said, the internet, the creator of TikTok, Mark Zuckerberg, (laughs) anybody, anybody. But instead of doing that, what can I do to change my situation? That is going to be the single most crucial thing that moves you forward. And you might need to write it out. Like take your business seriously. Take it seriously. Have a board meeting with yourself. If you were looking at this whole thing, say you had a business partner or employees or even a boss, and you had to sit down and explain why things did not go the way that you had hoped or the way that you had maybe planned for, but probably it's hope because probably didn't have a perfect plan. What was the breakdown and how do you fix it? That's what you do. Board meeting with yourself. Take the meeting notes. Take it seriously. Because sitting and moping. Oh my God. Can you just imagine like being, being in the energy of moping? We've all done it before. I'm a big 2021, big mope year, big mope year for me. I'm a lot of moping. You want to know what else? I didn't get a lot of money. So it's so obvious when we think about life in general or manifesting or being the woman you're becoming, you're not being the mopey version of yourself. (laughs) That word's so silly is just unworthy of you. And it's unworthy of someone who, you know, really changes lives or makes a difference or has a transformational product or service or makes a lot of money. It doesn't mean you're not allowed to have a bad day, but you can't pack up and you can't live there. I don't even want you to have a full bad day. Have a bad moment and then move on, move forward. The idea here, so we talked about complaining a lot, right? So that's number one. You have to break down the process and look at what you can be responsible for. That's how you're going to go further. All right. And then the second thing is very much related to the first. You need to be having a growth mindset. A growth mindset means that you are not, well, it's the opposite of a fixed mindset, right? And so you're not focused on what isn't working, but your brain, and this is something you have to train yourself to do. You have to train your brain to do. I've been talking to my eight-year-old son about this all the time because he is, he gets frustrated really easily and he's always like, I can't do it. And I'm like, you have to train your brain to do it right? Like whether it's a new skill or focusing on his homework. And while I'm not downplaying different neurodivergent identities or whatever, I do believe that he can, and I know he believes this too, because he's proven it to himself. 
he can train his brain to start looking at things a different way or to pause before you react or to think about things more creatively or constructively. And really for him, it's about slowing down, right? And so same with us. You have to train your brain instead of defaulting to what didn't work and why you're upset about it and all of the feelings that you create from those thoughts, which are typically negative, the automatic new thought needs to become, how do I fix this? What can I do differently? Like you can have that one moment where you're like, shit, this didn't work. But the very next thought is, great, I accept it, what's next? How do I get what I want? How do I get what I want? Your brain is going to start thinking of things right away. Write them all down. And don't discount any of them. Even if they cost a lot of money, even if they seem far-fetched, write them all down. Get very, very clear on what would fix your problem. Okay, you want to be adopting the growth mindset, especially in the hardest of times. How can I grow from this? What can I create from the knowledge that I have? Such a good reframe. I had a failed launch like literally two weeks ago. It wasn't really a launch. It was like a failed sale. And right away, I I knew what the issue was. And I wasn't even mad about it at all. I mean, maybe part of me kind of thought that that would happen, but in a fail, I mean, if people have a weird relationship with failure, I just think they're all lessons. I don't know. Anytime I don't get the exact results that I desire, I'm like, "Eh, fail, but it's not like poor me fail. It's like, "Eh, okay, let's fix it. And what I did when I came in and I saw the numbers was actually sit down look at all the information and write down every idea that I had to fix it. And I emailed the team and I'm like, these are all my ideas. This is how I think we can fix this problem moving forward. They give me their ideas. We go back and forth. We have a plan. We have an actual plan to fix this moving forward. And I want to invite you to do the same thing. Because when it comes to business, like I said before, it's a game, but you got to play it and you can't take yourself out of the game. You got to watch the film. You got to shoot your shot. And when you miss, you got to pick up the ball and dribble back down the court. Okay. (laughs) It's too many sports references maybe for all of us, but it's a boy mom thing. And also I don't, most people don't know about this about me, but I'm like a big sports person. Like I will watch football all day Saturday, all day Sunday. If anyone's like that, please DM me and we can talk about fantasy football or something. But ultimately going back, like you got to change the viewpoint on it. There, everyone wants to be like, yeah, but most businesses fail. Well, uh, I'm not most people. Bye. How is that helpful? How is that useful? Like when people call or, or message us or email us about coach training and they're like, well, what's the success rate? And I'm like, why do you care? Why do you care? Your success rate is up to you. It's not up to the other people. It's up to you. But we don't like that. We don't like having to take responsibility. 
We don't like that at all. We like to blame people for our problems. We like to blame programs for our problems. We like to, like I said three times already, we like to blame algorithms or beauty or lack thereof or perceived beauty. We Anything. Because it's so much easier that way. It's like, I don't have to do anything anymore because it's not my problem. It's not my fault. I hate that for us. So we can't do that anymore. The only thing that we need to focus on is creativity, taking action, and being in the growth mindset. And people are going to think you're crazy. You might even think you're crazy and be like, is this delusional? Maybe. And we like that. But you might even be thinking like, this feels so out of body. I feel like I'm faking it till I make it. Well, (sighs) fake it then. What else are you going to do? Quit? I mean, I have to act as if a lot of the time. And it's not because I'm not, I haven't built my confidence and I don't feel great, but it's like, we're human. Everything doesn't work out perfectly all the time. There's always something going on. There's always a reason to quit or to give up. There's, you get knocked down and you get up. And once you get better at getting up, you're going to be able to leap. You're going to be able to collapse time. You're going to be able to move further. But the practice is in getting up again and again and again. And as you get stronger, instead you fall down one stair, you hop up three. Even if you fall down one more, you're still ahead. Okay, but that only comes when you get out of your own way. And a lot of that is not strategy. You can Google how to do anything. You can Google, you can chat GPT how to do anything. You can chat GPT an entire marketing plan. They can do anything. They, like who is they? I'm so freaked out by the world of AI, but also becoming a little dependent on it. But it's neither here nor there. The answers are there. It's your mind that is getting in your way. It's your mind that's stopping you from moving further. But you will say, no, it's my situation or it's my unsupportive partner or it's my kids or it's my schedule. It's my lack of time. It's my energy or it's this or it's that. No. Mm -mm. Not 100% of the time. And trust me, when I get a call from the school nurse that I got to go pick up one of these kids, damn, I'm about to lose my mind. I promise I am not special or normal or, or like more chill than anyone else. I can promise you. But at the end of the day, it's a blip and the vision is bigger than the blip. And we have a lot in our lives that we can take a lot more control over. And our mind is the first one. Our mind is the first one because it's not necessarily, like I said, about knowing the exact actions to take. Those are Googleable and chat GPTable. It's having the grit, the willpower, the perseverance, the confidence, and the get shit done mentality to actually do the thing. And if you know what to do, but you aren't doing it, you need to get real with yourself. And I think that a lot of time, especially for women, myself included, it is not a matter of not knowing how to do something. It is a matter of who you become when you do that thing. And are you actually a little bit freaking terrified of her? Because the more empowered a woman is, 
the more dangerous she is. I don't know how else to say it. But the more empowered you become, the more in your life changes, the less bullshit you put up with, the stronger boundaries that you have. I would even say that the less friends you have, you may have to cut ties with people. You may have to cut out bad habits. You may have to replace dancing on tables with bottle service with books or networking groups or whatever. And there is probably part of you that is scared of being her. Is there part of you that's scared of making more than your husband or your partner? Is there part of you that is afraid to fully show up and use your voice on the internet because you're afraid of what other people might think? This is an overshare of a lifetime and I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but I can tell you, I have not until a couple weeks ago spoken to my mother, who I've always had a very interesting relationship with, in almost four years because of something that I posted on the internet. And I had no idea that I had no idea that she was upset by that. But that's a whole nother story that <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever get into. And you know, those relationships are tough. And I don't know, I don't want to just like talk over that whole thing that I just shared, but you have to become unafraid of upsetting people. You have to become unafraid of being the woman who has it all. And you have to be willing to risk some relationships if that's really what you want. And I will tell you, I did not know I was risking a relationship with my mom, nor did I know that I shared something that upset her four years ago until she told me two weeks ago. But now I do have the opportunity to clean that up. So thank God. And you just never know, but you also will never know the possibility that your life holds or the vision for your life or the God-given vision unless you actually do the things and you got to get pretty real with yourself about it because if you're listening to this and maybe triggered by what I'm saying or activated by what I'm saying, um, chances are you know of something in your life that would change drastically if you were actually a hundred percent committed to being that girl, that woman. Her. That's what the kids are saying. My son wants a, a hoodie that says him. I'm like, I'm not buying that. <laughs> I'll probably buy it. So I hope that this episode maybe spiced up your day a little bit. Or at minimum, you share it with a friend and you're like, listen, this chick's lost her mind. Like I disagree with everything. I don't really care. I mean, I care about you and I care about your success because I care about more money getting in the hands of women who know what to do with it. So do what you need to do to make that happen for yourself, for your family, for your community, for that greater vision that you have. But please, if you get one thing from this episode, for every complaint if you replace it with an action or a creation, you will absolutely, without a doubt, collapse time and you will 
become closer and closer to success if and be building success on the way. But not only energetically speaking, but in terms of use of time, we lose so much time in these negative thought patterns or loops that we go through or feeling of defeat and complaint. It's if you actually think to yourself, how much of my life have I lost already? If I could have all of those hours back and put them into creation, what could I have done so far? And don't beat yourself up if you're like, oh my God, thousands of hours, same, same. But think to myself, I will not lose another hour of my life to this again. It's not worthy of you. It's not fun. It's not helpful. If you need to give yourself 20 minutes to vent, do it, but move on after. All right. I hope this episode was helpful and I hope you don't unsubscribe and block me. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Share this episode with someone who needs to hear it. And as always, if you need anything at all, if you're looking for support, if you need a coach, innerglowcircle.com slash call. You can talk to one of our advisors. They will get you hooked up with the absolute right program. That's their job to put you in the right thing for you to help you move forward. I hope you have a great week. We're about to close out 2023 and I hope this is the energy that you take into next year. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Let's face it. The world needs you and your clients are waiting. This is the year you make it happen and become a six figure certified coach doing exactly what you were called to do. If you loved this episode, give us a five-star review and share it with someone else who's ready to make moves and answer their calling. We can't wait to see you next week and help you make your first or your next six figures as a certified coach.